I won't compromise or settle I'm the one behind the wheel of my life I won't put on the gas pedal And I push it down to the middle Till I'm on a whole new level For personal growth, marketing, branding And spirituality Will help you turn your dreams to reality Whatever goals you got in mind Will help you reach them uncompromised Cause we are The Uncompromised Podcast With your host, Adam Wills so let's start the show. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Uncompromised Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Wills, and uh, here we are on episode seven, how fast that happened. Today, I've got a really special guest with me, and I know I say that every time, and it's true, but today it feels especially true because our guest today is is actually a good friend of mine, and in case you're watching the live stream or maybe you're watching this playback on YouTube later and you don't know how to tell the difference between the two of us uh, because we both have beards and we're both bald. And we're both really buff dudes. Um, I'm the one without the glasses, the better looking of the two. But uh, my good friend, Michael Buzz Bazinski, a fellow marketer, is here as well. And uh, so we'll start there. I'm welcoming you to the show. Buzz, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I, are you going to give me my that, that uh, intro, the, the podcast intro? <laughs> the, the po that podcast intro is mine. And, uh, you know, Joey Yak. Did a phenomenal job. So, you no, know, no, what? I'm not I'll, talking about that. I'm talking about the intro, my intro, my bio intro. Oh, that's you don't need any more intro than that. Oh, I okay. We all right, let me talk about that. All right, take two. Okay, so Michael Buzz Buzinski, um, he's got a podcast of his own. It's the You Are Buzzworthy podcast. He is also the author of the Rule of Twenty Six: How to Double Your Revenue from Your Website, which is a phenomenal book, which I recommend that you check out. I also recommend that you check out. The new version, if you will, uh, it's 1.5, maybe. I don't know how to describe it. It's a co-authored book that Michael and I are doing together. The Rule of 26 for Public Safety Brands, which is coming out very soon, which I'm excited to tell you about. But uh, today, let's, let's, start, let's start with the topic today because we don't have a lot of time. This is The whole point in this podcast, Buzz, is that it's quick and we get to the point, okay? So tell me. Where do you stand uncompromised as an entrepreneur, Buzz? As an entrepreneur, uh, so we were talking about, um, before the show, we were talking about AI and where I stand with AI and marketing. And a lot of people are talking about how AI is going to replace marketers and copywriters and all this other stuff. And where I stand in this evolving topic is that I don't think AI is going to replace human beings. And I refuse to allow AI to replace the human beings in my organization, nor do I, I am uncompromised in the fact that we do not allow AI to write all of our copy. And the reason we do that is because that AI is still very, uh, well, well, there's two things. One, it's not good at it. It's only as good as the information it's given. It does not create anything new. So if we're all walking around with a bunch of AI bots writing our copy, we're all going to be saying the same thing, which yep. the words are going to be in different 
in order. So there's absolutely no unique uh, selling proposition if you allow a robot to try to talk about your business, right? The second thing is, is that that personality, a robot does not have personality. It can emulate personality, but it doesn't have your personality. It doesn't have your buzzwords, if you will. It does not have the inflection a human being has, the factual feeling. It can only simulate that, right? Because it can't create anything. And we have unique feelings every day. And really good marketing is created from unique ideas, unique feelings, unique perspectives. You can't get that from a robot. And so the people who are leaning too far on AI, I feel are going to be left behind uh, us who are using AI to optimize our copywriting, optimize uh, the automation, bingo. optimize the process. And it's called human optimized AI or AIO, AI optimized. And then a friend of, uh, we have a a, a mutual friend, we won't get into her right now, but they have um, a copywriting, uh, AI-driven copyright, but they still have human beings taking what was spit out by the AI and then taking that and basically be, uh, transitioning her copywriters into editors. And then the editors put their flair into it and they fill in the gaps and all that good stuff. So I do not compromise on my marketing when it comes to AI. Now you've, you've kind of got the soul of a, of a copywriter, just like I do. And so I totally, I totally, uh, hear your position and, and in most instances agree with you. I think, um, the, the emphasis that I'll place on what you said is that, uh, you don't use it to write your copy, but rather you leverage it as a tool in a, that is assisted by a human, right? Mm -hmm. To optimize the copy, which I think is, uh, it's a great tool for that, right? So here's the, the thing about AI is, like you said, it's only as good as the input that you give it, right? Mm -hmm. um, so prompt engineering, as they call it, is really what's important is knowing how to write a good prompt. Mm -hmm. And so the funny thing is, is right before we started this episode and we were talking about what to, what to um, how to write a description for it, I said, you know what, I think, in honor of the topic of the episode, we should we should let AI write the description. And so um, I wrote a really horrible prompt and um, it, it did OK writing the description. But we, we decided to leave it as it is. It, it referred to my podcast as the Marketing Matters podcast. So I don't know, maybe that's copyrighted and I just infringed on someone else's <laughs> podcast by putting it in there today. But but the point is that like you have to write a good prompt first right? It's not some magic bullet. It's not something that you can use and is just automatically going to take your, your marketing efforts and in, in the content that you write in general to the next level. But if mm -hmm. you understand how to use it, you know, I think, I think you can leverage AI to your advantage, right? There are some out there that would say other marketing, uh, marketers or marketing agency owners that I've talked to that are full stop on it, that are like, Nope, I won't even touch it. Then they're, they're stuck in the growth stage of their business because you can't scale properly without leveraging technology. And the problem is, is you can't even get around AI half the time anymore. AI is built into your Gmail now. You can yeah. you can attach it to anything. Um, we're, we're creating a, a bot for our clients now that's AI driven. I think you have one for your CRM. You know, we all are utilizing it to, to reduce the amount of mundane tasks that humans 
over time will stop doing well because we suck at uh, 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 repetitive tasks. We're too creative to do the same thing every time over and over and over. And so if we can give our clients a better experience by giving predictable output every single time, like a website does, right? Website gives mm-hmm. gives the information that we put into it every, the, the, the way we want it every single time. So we can train a bot to regurgitate how we talk, what terminology we use, and all the other things that go along with it. Now we can utilize that bandwidth of the human beings that used to have to do that into something more creative and be more innovative with the with the tools we have. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And that's actually one of the the fallacies, if you will, about AI right now is everybody thinks you can train it, right? So everybody's like, oh, if you go use chat GPT, for example, mm. um, and and you start uh, utilizing and putting in good prompts, right, that you can train it. There's really no training it because that that AI is built off of a database that's already almost three years old. All of that information was scraped from the internet back in late 2020, early 2021. Mm-hmm. And ChatGPT 3, version 3, is what we're all using right now. It's using information that's at least two years old, right? Mm-hmm. And so when ChatGPT 4 comes out here very soon, mm-hmm. it'll be a more updated database. But it's not like what you're putting in is updating you know, and teaching it anything. It's just regurgitating information. Right. So the bots that we're building, we're utilizing the chat GBT framework, but we're starting with our own baby that has zero input. And then we're only putting the information of our clients, websites, sales, uh, technic, uh, SOPs, anything that we want to teach it so that, it, and then it has the conversation built into it already. Uh, Jet GPT is, that's the whole uh, power that OpenAI has put behind ChatGPT is that you can chat with it. You can talk to the mm-hmm. robot and the robot will talk back to you, right? In conversation. And so instead of like before where it was like you had to put information in and either you chose from a series of answers or it only had certain logics that you had to hardwire into it. Now it can go back into the data, the short database you have and if somebody's asking like, hey, I can't log into my system, dot, 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 it's going to go back into the troubleshooting SOPs that are already put into that and spit that back out, which will take a human being longer to do, especially if they're a new tech, right? And we know tech tech support folks are hard to hold on to. So you're mm-hmm. always having to train and train. Well, you train the robot once, it starts answering. And the longer it's answering on it on that limited database, the better it is at answering it because it recognizes when a human being has to ask the same question more than once to get the answer they're looking for, right? So I agree that using ChatGPT, um, OpenAI's like free version, that right there, you're, you are, you're dealing with the database that's already two years old, okay? And it also hallucinates because there's yeah, so does. much information. Yeah, Right. Yeah. But when you give the, it's like a baby, you know, robots are like babies. They, they will do what you tell it to do if you train it properly, but you have to give it very concise instructions, or I should say more like a dog. If you give a dog a very, very concise instructions over and over again, it will do exactly what you say if you give it the right input. Right. But if you give it too much information, it's going to go, what the heck do you want from me? Do you want me to sit, lay down, roll over, eat, you know, whatever, you know, it's like, 
it, it, then that's where it hallucinates, right? And just yeah, like you see really a good dog analogy. start doing the wrong command when you're like, why are you doing that? When are you supposed to be doing that? Because you gave it too much information. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's talk about some practical examples here of how you and your team leverage AI okay. uh, with, within your marketing agency. What are some examples of uh, ways that you use it? So the, the first thing we did was we started using, using it in our SEO. And, uh, we literally, when I'm writing my blogs for, I, I first, I start everything by myself. Like I try new technology on my own company. If it doesn't work for me, it's not gonna work for my clients. Okay. So I first started with that. I was like, all right, well, let's see what this thing does. Cause people are like, oh, you just put in a couple prompts and it'll do everything. And I'm like, okay. So I kind of like what we did with the, 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 uh, introduction. Right. So I said, okay, mm-hmm. I'll give it a bunch of stuff. And I, you know, did the research on the prompts, all this stuff. It came out, ah, it was okay, right? It was like, it, it had the structure, but I ended up rewriting everything. So what we've actually been able to do is like, hey, listen, we know that a good blog has a list sickle, right? It's got, you know, the five things that dot, 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 right? We yeah. know that, we know that um, a, a blog has certain need for certain topics in a main topic, right? So we use it to create outlines and lists within the blog and for the blog so that the writers can just fill in the blanks. And then if we have something that's historical, like we needed some facts, like what are the, what is the average of blah, 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 we can pop that in there, you know, and then we fat check it really quick, but it was a lot faster to go, oh, I've got a couple of keywords. I can go in there and find out where, and you can tell the chat GPT, where did you get your resources, right? So you can cite your resources and all that other stuff. So that takes a long time. So now I can write an 1800, I did this the other day, 1800 word blog that an SEO score of 90 in less than two hours. Yeah. From scratch. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mean, you wouldn't be able to do that on your own, at least not in that amount of time. Six hours. That's a six hour blog, 1800 words for me. Yeah. That's a six hour. Yeah. Cause research suit. I spend two hours just researching before I read, start writing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I use it in a similar way. I would say probably the, the, the most, um, helpful way that I find using, uh, AI and I've used both, both, uh, chat GPT and Jasper, um, both of which have become, I would say relatively daily usage for me. Um, mm-hmm. but I, like you, I, I will, I refuse to let them write anything for me. I, I, I guide what it's giving me. Right. And I use it probably more often than anything for, uh, website copy and email copy. But what I always do is I write, I will create the outline and then I will start off writing. Right. And I generally mm-hmm. will use it to reword some things for me, give me some new ideas, or Mm -hmm. if I get stuck on a thought, let it kind of continue the thought for me that gives me sort of an aha moment to say, oh, okay, like this is a really good track to go down. But again, I'm the one writing it. I don't, I don't let it write it for me. Right. And even when you're making a list, I, I mean, I look at the list and go, is this an exhaustive list? And sometimes I'll even ask it, do you have any others that you would add to this list? And even then, it won't, it won't hit some of the stuff. I mean, if you're writing on something you don't know, you're not going to know, right? Cause you don't know what you don't know. So if you're a marketer writing for other people in a uh, subject matter that you're not familiar with, you run the risk of actually creating misinformation for your clients. And that's bad, right? But that's why like you, you're in the safety industry. 
you know the safety industry. You know the buzzwords. You know a lot of the facts. You know the, the, the inner workings of the industry, all that good stuff. So when you're writing for your clients, you're, you know, you're probably doing it better than them. But you're still calling out and saying, hey, give me the blah, 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 you know, whatever list I want, right? Or the, what are the five main things in, you know, worrying about a fire in a house or something like that, right? Boom, it's going to give you those five and you're going, well, actually, there's one more. And now a six. I did this with, uh, I had a title, this, the 10 things ended up being 11 things because there was one thing that I didn't, I found that it didn't, it, it couldn't spit out. And so you're good to go. And that's where that optimization comes in, right? It's the usability of information. Google is telling us you can use AI. At first, they were like, hey, we're not, we're not, we don't want AI. Mm -hmm. I think they've come back around because they're now hinting, we don't care if it's AI. It's, we care if it's usable. The algorithm is not giving us who has the most keywords Mm -hmm. in their copy, who has the most words in their copy, who has the most links and backlinks and all the other crap that we have to deal with in, in trying to rank things. It's the usability. Exactly. So if your content isn't usable for the end user, it's worthless. It has to, and that's why optimizing it for by humans for humans is a much better approach. Yeah. Let's shift gears here a little bit as we wrap up. Uh, okay. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your podcast, the You Are Buzzworthy podcast? Because I think um, that's something everybody, uh, the, my listeners would really enjoy. And I'd like to send them over your way to check out your podcast as well. So what's yeah. it all about? I would love to have <laughs> the more people coming on there. We have a huge uh, following so far, which we're very, very uh, proud of. It's called the You Are Buzzworthy podcast. And we talk about running profitable service-based businesses. And uh, we'll talk everything about mindset, money, operations, people, sales. Um, and it really is all about demystifying the complexities of running, profitably running, a service-based business. And the reason I do this, the whole point of the, the podcast is to help entrepreneurs avoid entrepreneur poverty. Because I lived entrepreneur poverty for 13 years and I refuse and I'm uncompromised in ever returning. <laughs> hey, 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 wait, that's another podcast episode. You can't have two things that you stand uncompromised in in one episode. That is against <laughs> that is against the podcast rules. Well, I'm gonna I'm 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 compromised <laughs> in compromising on the two. I'm compromised. <laughs> nice job. I stand by my uncompromisable <laughs> point of view. <laughs> I love it. Nice work. Uh, all right. So why don't you let everybody, Hey, do you want to, you want to promote anything? You want to let everybody know how to connect with you or, or what do you got? Sure. There, Buzz? Um, yeah. So, uh, two things real quick, buzzworthy.biz is where we're, you know, you can check us out as far as the SEO stuff goes. Um, and then I have a live event coming in August of 2023. So if you're lucky enough to hear this live, you can, uh, email me at buzz at buzzworthy.biz and get some more information on that. But we are going to have the growth to scale intensive in, uh, St. Louis in August 23rd through 25th. Uh, and it is all about, uh, going from a growth phase in your business to a scale phase in your service-based business. So we'd love to have you. Awesome. All right. Well, Buzz, thanks for being on the Uncompromised podcast. It's been awesome having you. And folks, uh, thanks for tuning in. I got a favor to ask of you. Please subscribe to the show, like it wherever you love to listen to podcasts, but also give it a review. We're brand new podcast, seven episodes in, which means it's a really important time to get those reviews in so that the show can be found by other people and it can be picked up by the algorithms. So 
Until next time, remember to be uncompromised, and we'll catch you on the next episode.